0: Hey everybody, a quick note before jumping into this week's session. This was our second playtest of Jesse's concept of Megamon, which is a mashup of a couple of our uh, published core uh, games. So it was ridiculous, Uh, say that up front, but uh, the first 10 minutes or so is an explanation of what Megamon is and also a refresher... Um, declaration of what Core is and how Core works. Uh, So if you're familiar with Core, you can probably jump ahead about you know, about to the 11 minute mark and that's when the actual game starts. Um, If you don't care, um, there's an explanation of Core at the beginning.
1: Yeah, hello, and welcome to Interchangeable Parts Podcast 3. <laughs> Last time I was up there, now I'm down here. Uh, we are going to be doing a uh, another demo of uh, a run-through of uh, Megamon, which is a core micro mashup of day trippers, monster hunt welcome to the WWA uh, all the good stuff where we uh, travel to other worlds, fight monsters and then come back to make them fight each other. very humanitarian. that's how we do it here. Uh, so we're uh, we're gonna be going through some stuff real quick if we want to go ahead and give a uh, quick overview of what core micro is. And kind of get everybody um, assimilated to uh, and used to what we're going to be doing for the next uh, foreseeable future. So, uh, Core Micro is a system that was originally developed by Todd Foley for Day Trippers RPG, and then he kind of broke away from the system and uh, broke the mechanics down to their bare bones and released it as a free PDF. On both drive RPG and itch.io. I, right? Itch.io. That's how you say it. Right? I think so, yeah. Itch.io. I guess. itch.io there you go. And uh, you can download it. And he has uh, told people and invited people to uh, hack it and change it however you want, create your own systems, create your own settings, uh, do anything. And so that's kind of what we're mashing up today. So uh, we have the original Day Tripper setting. That it was pulled from uh i myself have created a monster hunt setting based on monster hunting which is kind of what our podcast does occasionally maybe one out of every 15 episodes <laughs> uh and then uh kurt here has also created welcome to the wwa which is uh the uh was the Wildlife Wrestling Association, which is all about little innocent forest creatures kicking the ever living crap out of each other inside of a squared circle. So we're going to be taking all of those, throwing them together, and seeing what happens. Which is what you can do in core. So yeah, the uh, you know what I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna pass the torch to the uh, to the teachmaster, and who also has the most experience outside of Todd with core. Uh, So that's true. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it is. (laughs) Uh, So, John, if you could kind of break down just the the basics of what core is and the mechanics and uh, and we can give people a preview of what we're going to be getting into. All
0: right. Well, core, like most games, has your six basic stats Uh, for this game it's going to be brains, charm, grace, health, might and psyche. Um, Your stats are based on a logarithmic scale. So most average people you're going to meet on the street I have a one in every stat. If you have someone who is, you know, you meet somebody at a six, then you're really going to remember that encounter for a long time. Uh, So a a stat of two is twice as good as a stat of one. So it's, you know, a logarithmic scale. What we did for the game tonight is we're using... 150 point characters. so they're seasoned characters. Typically you'd start at a 100 I guess. and you have you know you have your, your pool to start from um, to increase your stats uh, depending on how you want to start your stat it will depend on how many points that you're going to spend. Um, scrolling rapidly through the PDF right now. Um, so if you wanted to start a stat at two, it would cost you five XP or or in the book CP, your character points or your starting XP. It's, it's the same terminology. Uh, so if you want to start at a three, it would be 15. So you're just going to have this sort of uh, exponential creep in XP uh, to buy skills. So if you want to start at a plus one, you, know, you could do anything, you know, with. If you wanted to, you know, climb a tree and you had, uh, you know, with three in grace, you would just roll three D six. You take the highest number. Uh, But if you have a skill in tree climbing or a skill in athletics or a skill that would be applicable to that thing, you'd be able to add it. Um, So your stats are a dice pool. This is all way out of order. So if you have a a three in grace, you would roll three D six as your as your stat. Again, you can do anything that you want. You can try to do anything that you want. If you have skills that uh, apply, uh, they start at a plus one. They can get all the way up to, you know, plus 10 with a massive XP expenditure. Um, but what it is, as things become more difficult, as your characters become more experienced, uh, you know, typical D- DL or difficulty level at early levels would be, you know, two, three, four. as you get further up in levels, or if you wanted to like, you know, crack the encryption over at the, you know, Microsoft building or whatever, you know, your DL might be like a seven. So if you're rolling three D six or whatever your pool of D sixes are, well, you are never going to beat that. So really where your skills will come in is to help you at those higher levels. So more dice is nice, right? You get to roll, you know, a fistful of dice, then it's cool. But skills are really where it's going to pay off for you later on because you'll be able to add those bonuses in. Um, there's also life shapers in the game, which we're actually not really using for this just since it's just a demo. Uh, but what those do is you can... So mechanically, like as a player, uh, if you have something in your life shaper, like um, in our day trippers game, uh, my character Jack Nash... He's riddled with guilt. Uh, so if I can find a way to work that guilt into a scene, I would be able to roll an extra die. What it does for the GM, however, is, you know, well, it allows you to flesh out your character for one, but it also gives the GM hooks to pull on and create story and sort of motivate your characters, which Todd has done to stunning effect in our Trippers game. <laughs> Um, The nice thing about the system also is that it's a narrative-based system. So it's not a simple, you know, I roll a die and I succeed or I roll a die and I fail. Uh, It's similar to, although this came first, uh, the Genesis system that Fantasy Flight did where it's more narrative-based where, you know, you could roll and succeed and fail at the same time. Uh, So if you roll your, your dice pool and you miss by more than one on your DL, it would be a no, uh, no end. So a no end something bad happens. So, you know, you're trying to climb that tree and not only do you not do it, but like maybe you get partway up and the branch snaps and you fall back down. Uh, If you miss by one exactly, it's a no but and then something positive will happen. Uh, So maybe you get halfway up and, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be related to the action. Uh, It could be something else, you know, com- completely different, but, but something that positive happens for your character. Uh, if you hit exactly, so if your DL is 4, you get 4, uh, it's a yes, but. So you succeed at your action, but something negative happens. Uh, if you exceed by 1, it's just flat out yes. You succeed, you do the thing. And if you exceed by more than 1, it's a yes end, and something positive happens. In combat, usually it's something related to combat, uh, but if it's you know, something a little bit more on the sides, you're, you're using your skills again to maybe like break it, you know, hack the Microsoft system. Uh, You know, yes, you do it. And, you know, you create a backdoor so you don't have to make that skill, that skill check again. Uh, Sounds like like
1: you have something against Microsoft.
0: It's the easiest thing to pull from, right? Um, So it it is sort of a a back and forth. And, you know, people can suggest and you can kind of talk about it, uh, you know, while you're playing like, oh, well, shit, so I got a yes in. Well, what does that mean? You know, everybody's just sort of kicking around or maybe the gym like, Nope, I know what it is. I got it. What do you think about this? So it's, it's, it's interesting. You know, it, it, it is a more narrative style of game. Uh, our groups tend to, uh, tend to enjoy that a little bit more, but it's, but it's simple. You, you roll your stat, you add your skill bonus. If you have, uh, gear that might have a you know a plus one or a plus two or if you have a a pro kit that you know has a, if you're the hacker you know it's got all this stuff in it maybe that gives you a plus one to your role as well so you add all that stuff up and see where the numbers lay out and tell a good story
1: yeah, that is that easy
0: it's probably yeah. easier <laughs>
1: <laughs> right <laughs> if you made it
0: through all that
1: <laughs> right Hey, you know what? I dare someone to explain uh, the entire D and D manual in five minutes, like that. Because <laughs> literally, <laughs> that's it. You, I, you just explained core from beginning to end. Basically, that was
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah. Without further ado, uh, or with no more ado let's uh, let's go ahead and, uh, and get into it. So uh, the world that we are about to step into is uh, takes place in the far but not too distant future, where uh, there is crazy technology, people with way too much time on their hands, media overload, trans-dimensional flight, teleportation, All this kind of crazy stuff. It's, uh, you know, think of your most not not quite dystopian to 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 pull wordage from Todd uh, fractopian uh, future where uh, there's super, super poor people, super, super rich people. Gee, I wonder where that came from. And uh, people just kind of trying to to make it through. And uh, in and amongst these people are the Monster Hunters. Uh, They are groups of people who have dedicated their time, energy, and sometimes lives to traveling to other planets, other worlds, and sometimes even other dimensions to track down these strange and powerful monsters. And what they end up doing is... Going to planets, tracking them down, and then bringing them back here so that the rich can bet on them and uh, their fights can placate the masses and give them something shiny to look at for a little while. And so that's what you guys do. And the hunts are televised. They are the monster hunt the the guild, so to speak, is filled with crazy characters that, you know, your whole job basically is to get as many likes as you can. So you have to come up with crazy tactics and costumes and sayings and all this kind of stuff just to get the most attention. And uh, those are the people that we're going to be following for the next couple hours or so. It's just insane streamers for effectively. So, uh, yeah. So we uh, we open up in the uh, monster hunt labs. It is a predominantly white, almost sterile room with uh, doctors uh, and various scientists in lab coats, kind of walking around, poking and prodding at LCD screens, just uh, narrowing in certain coordinates. And uh, there's a row of uh, hyper tubes. Behind you, which are the uh, the launching areas for the hunters, and they're basically just large, almost those uh, those mailroom tubes that uh, that uh, they shoot canisters off in, just giant glass tubes that the hunters can go in to, uh, to prepare themselves for their journey. We'll say the uh, as we go through the first of the hunters that walks in is our very own space cowboy. <laughs>
0: so it's a, it's a camera shot of the door and it psh, opens up and this huge fucking cloud sort of rolls in, in front of him and he sort of steps through. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's good. That's, ooh. Ooh. so, uh, am I, am I late? Uh, it's, it's today, right?
1: Uh, yes, it's today. And no, you're not late. You are actually reasonably early.
0: Bro, I'm never early for anything, bro. Cool, 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 cool. Uh,
1: If you could please not do that in here. (laughs) the equipment is very delicate (coughs) what and he'll like pull out he'll like reach over and pull out a canister and uh, when he unscrews the top it basically like vacuum seals and sucks in the smoke around you into the canister
0: (laughs) oh what are you doing that for
1: please dispense of that over in the corner
0: it's just a roach, so you're lucky. You know, like, sort of wander over, kind of, like, mm. looking around.
1: Yeah, to to your right. Thing. You're, oh. you're right. Other right. Uh, other right. And yeah, front, yeah. Right below. Yes.
0: Okay. And it'll look. And it'll drop it <laughs> drop in the thing.
1: Oh, and uh, if if you will, please uh, take your position in tube number Seven? Seven? seven yes the one with the flat top and then the kind of angly bit underneath it
0: like he leans in cameras eyes are red as fuck kind of like tracing the number this one
1: yes that one
0: like gives him the thumbs up just kind of like fucking flops back into the (laughs) tube he's wearing like baggy ripped jeans he's got a slayers of conformity t-shirt on he's got one of those like fucking rainbow like hemp like pullover poncho things that were like super big in the 90s like he's he's wearing one of those
1: nice (laughs) and they uh yeah they begin to uh one of the scientists will walk over to you and begin to uh, take general health exam. So hes they're taking your 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 temperature and your blood pressure and checking your heart rate and all that kind of stuff. Just making sure that you're reasonably healthy. Before he's they he's slapping
0: at their hands. Yeah. He's like, you're harsh in my mellow. Just <laughs> stop it. As long as you don't have to pee in a cup, you're all right.
1: <laughs> all right. So yeah, after that, uh, while, while they're giving the space cowboy, Ie <laughs> Spike, his checkup, next up walking into the uh, into the launch bay is
2: going to be Gooey. <laughs> uh, so Gooey walks in. He has uh, like almost like Capri pants, and they're like a brown pant. And then he's got like a. A green top, and then got like a almost like a camo one of those bucket hats with the little with the little cinch or whatever. And uh, he's actually pretty small. He's probably about like five three, five four, whatever. And he walks in and kind of looks around, and he goes, "Oh, hello. My name is GUI and I'm here for the hunt." Uh,
1: yeah. Uh. Yes. Yes. You. Uh. Let's
2: see. You're gonna be in tube number five. Tube number five. Perfect. Anything else that I need to do for you? Uh you'll be getting
1: your uh you'll be getting your your checkup and anything once you're in the tube.
2: Ooh, cool. You've done this yeah. I have you, done you, this have. before. Actually, can you yeah, okay. can you look at this? And he kind of pulls up his pulls up his shirt and he has got like a like a massive scar kind of like oh. where his stomach is and it's kind of like it looks like it hasn't been treated very well. And he's kind of like, "Do you can you tell me is this infected?" I don't. I. I mean, it looks. Yeah, the the purple and green are kind of a dead giveaway. For I'm not a doctor. I'm. But but you do like you have a doctorate, right? You are a scientist, so you. I'm an. You do I'm an engineer, things, right? No, I I do electronics. You do electronics. Well, maybe oh. you can maybe you can do human electronics, oh. and you can oh. fix me. <laughs> can you? Can you please put your shirt down? Oh please! Come on! Oh God! You it smells. help! I'm going to help you. You need to help me. Oh. Maybe some some Bassa tracing. Maybe some uh, maybe some band aids. Do you have some band aids? Uh, oh uh, oh Hr Hr Ooh, this Seven. One, this HR, one is leaking. HR maybe seven. a
1: stitch. And you see like this, uh, like a a droid kind of float over to you, and and he kind of pulls out like a little PDA and kind of takes takes a picture of it. Like Cam zooms in on your on your uh, on your cut. With that, and the droid coming comes over and starts to spray you down.
2: Ooh, I like this droid. This droid is very nice. Thank you, droid. What is your name? And <laughs> ooh, I like your name. My name is Gooey. Would you like to check out some of my other scars that I have? And he's like literally like covered in scars for the most part. Oh, some are some are smaller than other others, but you know he's just. He's been through a lot. Oh. <laughs> no, I I definitely
1: suggest when you come back that you head over to the medical bay and
2: get all, all that checked out. Okay. I will remember. Medical bay. Thank yes, you. You
1: know, you know, as a hunter, you have medical coverage through us. Like you can just go anytime. You come back oh, I and do? you can,
2: yes. Oh, that's very nice. Oh. There's a lot of good amenities that happened with this job. I really like it. I'm, I'm glad. Yes, that's good. I'm sorry. What was your name? Uh, Wokowski. Wokowski. Oh, you're the best. Thank you very oh, much. Thanks. I will tell your manager, and I will make sure that you get a five-star review. <laughs> that, that's very nice of you. Thank you. Mm-hmm, thank you. Part five, right? Y- yes, yes. Part five. Okay, I will make my way
1: yeah good and same thing like you make you make your way over to there and then the guy comes over and he starts to like check in and he you know pulls out the
2: thermometer all that kind of stuff to start to try to check you out the (laughs) phenomenon thank you sir what is your name uh uh, Michaelius oh Michaelius oh I like that name yes I, my firstborn yeah. will be named Michaelius. Uh, what's you you are? I'm Gooey. Goo- nice to meet you. Your your names? It's Gooey. A, yes, it's a, It is a family name. Do not pick on it. I no, I I wouldn't dare. No. Yeah, I saw your I, face. I know you want to say something nasty. You better not. No, I just there's There's and he
1: leans in, kind of close, but then backs up, and he's like, it's kind of a smell.
2: Coming. Yes. Maybe 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 the name is kind of on the nose. You know what? Um, you look fine. Oh, does this look
1: fine to me? (laughs) 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 Does
2: this look fine to you?
1: Oh, I got I'm gonna I think someone else is come yeah, I'll be there in a second. Any
2: okay, (laughs) but guy, (laughs) but guy, oh he's very nice i like him
1: (laughs) (laughs) and now coming uh last but most certainly not least coming into the uh transport bay is chuck so when the normal normal chuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah
3: so when the doors open you hear this really crappy like dance music coming through um so once once the doors open, Chuck walks in and you see a guy that has like a just like a bow tie on like you know like the Chippendales wear just like the bow tie. He's got like a speedo on and he's dancing in. He's like like shaking his arms and you know, putting his chest out and dancing in. And in one hand he's got a he's got like a a little like mini stool and it almost looks like a lion tamer chair and he's swinging around dancing. And in the other hand. He has like a balloon, and he keeps holding the balloon up to his mouth and inhaling it while this really bad bass dance music is playing, and he kind of just dances in, and he's looking for whoever's there, and he just goes up to him and like starts like dancing up on him, not really grinding but doing the thing where he's shaking around and walking up to him and dancing and, and inhaling on the balloon very quickly, and it's just awful music playing in the background.
1: Oh, that's perfect. So, yeah, they, uh, uh, Wachowski walks over to you and say, uh, excuse me, excuse me. If you could, if you could turn that down, wherever, where is it coming from? And he like, oh, starts forgot. to look around. He's like, so, <laughs> yeah.
3: And so the, the only thing Chuck is wearing is the bow tie and a Speedo, and he also mm-hmm. has a fanny pack. So he unzips the fanny pack and pulls out just like a little music player and he kind of turns it down a bit. But while he's doing that, he's still dancing and he's, you know, he put, <laughs> Puts it back in, and he sticks the chair down, and then he stands up on the stool and starts dancing on that a little bit slower because obviously he, you know this person's talking to him, so he's gonna try to pay he's gonna try to pay attention to him, to him a bit while he's while he's dancing on the stool.
1: Oh, uh, that um, yeah, uh, okay, you're so you're gonna stand on that. All right, that's that's <laughs> fine, uh, and you are.
3: I'm the party time boy. You can call me Chuck, and he's still dancing. And then he looks right. around and he sees what did we say? Tube seven and tube.
1: Tube seven five? and tube five. Yeah,
3: two five. Okay, so Chuck looks over and sees kind of uh, a bit of smoke around tube seven, and he jumps down off the chair and goes over to tube seven, and he kind of looks in and sees if someone's in there, but sees kind of like the smoke around and just like does like a big inhale of the smoke, and then comes back down. And then he sits down on his chair and crosses the crosses his legs and is very attentive. He turns the music off and he just sits down in
0: the chair and looks at the person talking to him. From <laughs> out of the cloud of smoke, like a rolled up twenty, just comes flying out. He's like, hey, "Put some fucking pants on, man! What the fuck?" <laughs> the ch-
3: Chuck turns around and picks up the twenty and sticks it in the side uh, on his hip on, the, on his on his speedo. <laughs>
1: all right uh so yeah he's uh oh and so the wakowski has his has his pad and he uh swipes a few times and he goes okay um uh spike uh space cowboy you've you've passed your physical you're set fuck yeah gooey (laughs) gooey that's your i don't have i don't have a real name for you that is my God given name. Thank you. Oh okay. <laughs> then uh yeah, you um are exempt from a physical, it says here. Oh, uh, very nice. So you're good. Um Chuck uh party time. So you're gonna be in uh in bay six and tube six. They'll they'll take care of you there.
3: So Chuck he stands up and grabs the chair, he turns the music back on a bit. And then he puts up his hands. He puts his hands out like with the fives, and then he's looking at it. And then he just goes like that. And then he starts dancing over to to tube six. He grabs he grabs the lion tamer chair and drags it behind him and just kind of dances over to tube six.
2: That's right. Why like this and one? He he's puts fun. The balloon
3: up, He puts the balloon up to his mouth every once in a while and takes another hit on it.
2: Are you going to do balloon animals? I love balloon <laughs> animals. <laughs>
3: animals are my it's specialty snow balloon
0: animal man <laughs> yeah
3: the, i'll 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 take care of the I'll take care of the animals just not with the balloon the balloons for something else and he reaches into his fanny pack and pulls out another nitrous and cracks it and, and inhales on the balloon
1: <laughs> i regret this job every single day <laughs> uh okay yeah so and so yeah the the doctor comes over and uh begins to take y'all of your uh your your quick health exam they can tell they even the when the guy's doing it he's like only half paying attention he's he's like not even looking at you looking at a pad, temperature then he like puts the thing on your chest to check your heartbeat and and kind of the, it's it's like a it, it almost looks like half a cup like a uh, just like a plastic cup, and he kind of puts it on, and it clenches onto your arm to to check the uh, the blood pressure.
3: I'm assuming Spike's heart rate and blood pressure is really low, and <laughs> heart rate and blood pressure is very high. So we've got the, <laughs> the, t- the two ends of the spectrum on that, right?
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, so everybody uh, manages manages to to pass and uh you're all in you're not gonna die on the spot basically is all they really care about and uh so yeah uh wakowski comes over and uh with with a box and uh like a little plastic box and he comes to each of you and says okay put your adapters on and he hands each of you basically looks like a fitbit it's it's like a watch with a round face with a few uh Blinking lights on it. Space because...
0: Cowboy fumbles with it for a couple of minutes before he gets it strapped on.
1: <laughs> so, all right, so uh, you all know Chuck's the deal. Gonna grab it. Huh? Chuck's
3: going to grab it and instead of putting it on his wrist. He puts it on his ankle. So you know he's dancing. <laughs> and he puts his leg up <laughs> and puts it on his ankle and, and goes back near his tube.
1: Nice. So yeah, he uh, says, "You all, you all know the deal with this. You've been through it before, but uh, you oh. know, just precaution. Uh, you." Put that on your, or whatever you want ankle. Who cares? It's on you. That's going to, that's going to anchor you. Uh, So you want to go ahead and, uh, and keep that intact. When you want to come back, just go ahead and uh, hit the button, enter your code and you'll be, uh, you'll be transported back. So we can't put you back. So do it once only once. Uh, Also, uh, if you lose it, it's lost and uh, so are you. So, uh, like I said, it's also uh, you will be traveling interdimensionally today. So remember, if you lose that, uh, you only have a few minutes before uh, your entire being is ripped from atom to atom and you are completely dismantled on a molecular level. So
3: I'm assuming this is, is this what saying this. Yeah, it is. I'm assuming exactly. whenever he's saying that and he gives them the the you know the Fitbit thing, and when he gives them the code, uh, Chuck turns up the music so he doesn't hear what the code is. whatever Wachowski <laughs> tells him, so there's just like a a quick the, and the code is, and then the music goes up real quick. And
1: like
2: I have a question. Ah uh, yes, uh, Gooey. Yes. <laughs> So before we go on this inter- interdimensional ride, should I should I fill up on food so I you know, so it doesn't give me the what do they call it the uh, the bends? uh you you will all,
1: uh, and he kind of points back to him uh, they'll they'll be giving you some very general supplies uh, just to get you through, however long, hopefully not too long, your trip's gonna take. Also, it it comes with uh, a couple of basic medications. Uh, Just, you know, if you have any adverse side effects from the interdimensional travel, uh, headaches, nausea, anything like that. So um, is there any band-aids in there?
2: (laughs) uh, No, no, there's not. Oh, shoot. Maybe next time. Thank you. Whenever
3: Gooey says about the food, Chuck looks over to the food and he's still dancing and he's inhaling on the balloon. And I'm guessing he mm. if he looks over it, he looks over at Spike, Spike's got like a bag of Cheetos or Funyuns and
0: <laughs> You see him reach in and pull out like a fucking sleeve of uh of uh Girl Scout cookies and things <laughs> <is. laughs> The
3: munchies you don't have to worry about the bends, it's the munchies you gotta worry about.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, they're making us wait forever. Fuck, I'm going to get yeah. all these cookies before we leave.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, one of the assistants comes over with some uh, with some small packs for you. Uh, they easily kind of strap on to whatever you want. Um, and uh, then they another one also comes over with uh, this large, like, Frisbee-sized disc. It looks basically looks like a large version of your watch face. And said, and uh, and who's going to be uh, taking the monster tag?
3: So Chuck's going to dance forward when they come out. So I'm assuming these packs are the 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 medical kits that they, that, that yep. was talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's your yeah, so, it's your
1: basic supply pack.
3: Okay, so so Chuck will dance over and kind of do like the shuffle, and he'll grab the pack and he'll grab the disc, uh, and he'll go over to Gooey. He'll look over Gooey a bit and hand him. He'll hand him the extra pack. So chuck doesn't have the medical pack so now gooey has two and then (laughs) he's chuck has the disc and he kind of looks around and realizes he just has a speedo and like a fanny pack and doesn't have room for the um (laughs) for the disc so (laughs) his eyes will dart back and forth between spike and gooey and he'll give it to gooey's low spike is high that's a six so he'll hand the disc to to spike because because Chuck doesn't have any room to to put it away. He doesn't want to carry it around with him.
2: Nice. You're very no. generous. I like this one. What's this for, man?
0: Oh, uh, that's your, that... this is for the thing, right? For the you just put it on the I got it. I got it, man. I got it.
2: Yeah, do do you I don't think he I don't think he knows I don't he think like he does. it out. He's I... like,
0: "I got this right here."
2: Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't okay. really exactly say what it does. You, all right,
1: you, I mean, everyone should know by now, you've done GUI, you said you've done this before, but all right, we're running up on time, so I'm just gonna, uh, that, once you uh, get your monster and subdue it, just attach that to the monster, uh, again, just hit the button, and it'll be transported back, any kind of points over to the other side of the uh, of the lab, He said, There's, we have a containment area over there, it'll be transported into that, so... Uh, yeah. yeah, Just just make sure, uh, please, that it's actually subdued first. Uh, we had a party a few weeks ago that just decided to shortcut it. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty it was it was pretty gruesome. So
3: well, uh, while while he's giving the speech, Chuck will turn down his music and sit down in the chair and kind of look very attentive like he's taking, uh, you know, he's taking it all in. He's he's not as manic as he usually is. He's looking, he's listening to all the instructions, and then whenever he says party, he turns the music back up and starts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is "Wait, wait, wait! But, but, but before we go, did you got a sharpie?" Okay.
1: No. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, and he kind of reaches into a pot. Yeah, sure, and he'll like flick it to you.
0: Well, he, he sticks his arm. He's like, Can "You write that that code on the." Th-? And he like pulls the Poncho it's, sleeve up. He's the, like,
1: "It's the it's the code that you gave yourself when you joined the department." Fuck, everyone you, you, you. chose a six digit code. Yeah, when did I do that? When you joined the department. Um, hold on,
2: I uh, want to guess. I bet you it's one two three four five six. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, honestly.
0: For, I think that's it. How did you know? You have the same code.
2: Uh, I just, you know what? I've seen lots of old movies, and yes.
0: Are you gonna write
2: that down? Would you write that down for me? I don't know if I'm gonna remember. Sure, I would love to. And he he writes it down.
3: So when Gooey's writing that down, oh, Chuck turns around.
2: Yeah, and big hey, numbers too.
3: <laughs> you, see, you see on Chuck's back, like a tramp tramp stamp. There's six digits tattooed across his back, right on the his smallest back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me roll those. Let me see what... They are. I'll write it down. Uh, Spike hands you a, a couple of cookies, Gooey, for, for hooking him up with the numbers on his arm.
2: Ooh, Thin Mints, my favorite. Thank you very much. Do you have any Tagalongs?
0: Uh, He starts, like, fucking going through his pockets. He, like, pulls out some fucking lint. He's got, like, an old napkin. There's a fucking roach in there. He pulls it out of his lighter. He's like, nah. Nah, I just brought the Thin Mints. Like, those are the best, right? Oh.
2: Like... I do, I do like a good thing, mint, But I also like some tagalongs. But that's okay. We're friends. I like you. I will eat whatever you give me that looks like it's edible.
0: Okay. He like, like slowly shakes his head, like he's gotta think oh. about it.
2: What have I done to myself? Mm-hmm. You <laughs> invited us all to do this stupid stuff. <laughs> uh yeah, all right. So then uh so
1: yeah, you guys are in uh tubes five, seven, and uh party time boy. You were put into pay into uh into eight into that train six, yes. Yeah, five, six, seven. Uh, five, six, seven, yeah. And so in tube eight. Another one of the doc, uh, scientists puts a small plastic box, probably about the size, probably like two by two by two. And he says, okay, um, this is going to be your uh, camera gear. Just go ahead. Uh, once it uh, gets to the other side, it'll deploy itself. Don't worry about it. Uh, and there's five cameras in there, uh, five drones. Three of them are tagged to your watches there's one with a heat sensor that's going to take a picture that's going to stay on whatever you're attacking. It'll sense kind of your movements. And then there's another one that's going to just there for, uh, for general environmental footage. So you don't have to worry about them. You're fine. Worry about what? Exactly. Oh, he's (laughs) right on dude. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, we're we're at T minus ten, so uh, so everybody set. Eight, seven. You're good. Okay. Six. Okay.
2: Go. Five, yeah. Rock on, oh, bro. Three, two. fun. Go time. And. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and we lost one. Oh, oh no! Fuck boy. Seriously, what oh, happened?
1: he, he blew up. Yeah, boy.
2: We lost him forever. Yeah. Holy shit. That's not supposed
0: to happen. Yeah. The I thought we were closed. all supposed to be
2: transported, and now yeah. this party boy is gone. <laughs> Don't <you understand gasps> That's he not gets, cool. he gets de he gets de-atomized in the <laughs> transfer. If you got to de-res like those like that old yep. movie Tron.
1: Yeah, apparently yeah, apparently you do need to leave it on your wrist. Putting it on the ankle <laughs> was not enough of an anchor. <laughs> and party time boys completely disassembled. Oh, he's back, though. So he's fine now.
3: Whenever whenever he starts he disassembling, he, he sees it creeping up his, his right leg, but the thing's on his left leg, and he sees his right leg kind of going weird. So then he grabs it and <laughs> straps it on his wrist. So
2: I forgot to tell you, but, but when I was doing the countdown, it was to kill you. That's why I did it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, the uh, once the once it hits zero, the uh, the tubes, the, the the doors of them kind of slide closed, and uh, the the uh, watch begins to light up and blink. Then you suddenly feel kind of this uh, the shocking cold and uh hot and it's like hot knife just slicing through you almost rapidly slice by slice uh you get tingly all over there's flashes of of pitch black followed by um by just stunningness of white light that flashes over and over again and then there's for a brief moment absolutely nothing And then a rainbow of color comes rushing back through you. And suddenly everything kind of settles back down. The uh, flashes of hot and cold slowly slow down and begin to subside. And uh, you uh, feel pressure back on your feet. You feel the ground below you.
3: So Chuck will be, while this is going on, he'll be almost like when people are hyperventilating, they have like the brown paper bag and they're breathing into. He's got his balloon full of nitrous and he's kind of breathing in and out on it, trying (laughs) to settle and calm himself down.
1: And uh, yeah, why don't you go ahead and give me, uh, everyone give me a health check. So the, uh, so you are, uh, so you've just been uh, sliced through and through. atoms dematerialized. 6. Oh, six, six, two. Not so all good right. for gooey. No. <laughs> gooey, gooey gets a little gooey as uh as I all running is a gooey. You just added right. to the goo. Right. Uh yeah, as you kind of uh feel uh feel the effects of uh you've you've probably you've traveled interplanetary before and all that kind of stuff. This might be your first interdimensional trip, who knows. But uh, but yeah, it kind of gets to you. Your head starts to spin a little bit and you just hurl all over the ground and probably a little bit on yourself, too.
2: I, they told me they didn't tell me to eat or not eat anything. I didn't even eat anything. What is where did this all come from? I had nothing in my system and then all of a sudden it's all over the ground. It's all over me. I got that little on your shoe. I am so sorry, Spike.
0: You shouldn't have had those cookies, bro. Like that <laughs> oh, fucking... it was the theme meats, yes. It
2: was. It's like... It looks just fucking gross. Oh, you should see this. And he kind of p- picks up his nostril and he's like, it's burning right here. It came off <laughs> this end. Oh, I hated it You said,
0: so like, well. "Oh." Hold on! I, I had that fucking napkin. You want that napkin?
2: Oh my god! I would love your napkin. And he like takes it and he does that, and then lint is hanging out of it because the puke is still there, and it just lots of lint just sticking out of his nose. And, and then, like, then much better. God,
3: so, so Spike realizes that's his napkin where he has all of his bank details and his phone number and his address written on. <laughs> that's like his <laughs> iPad. That napkin.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Oh fuck, bro! Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need that
2: back. Oh yes, of course. And he hands it to him back, and it's just sticky, and
0: <laughs> he like holds it like two fingers, and he's like, oh man, yeah. I really gotta get like a fucking like a notebook, like you, you know, because people like write stuff on the, on the book, right? And then they stick it like I'm gonna have to. You have one of those? You know, I so wish I, I just yeah, I don't.
2: It. I wish I had one of those. And he looks at gooey, and he looks at gooey, and he's got numbers kind of r- like imprinted <laughs> on his nose, so. <laughs> And sure enough, they actually say one, two, three, four, five, six. Exactly, <laughs> it goes around like a cool tattoo. I'm gonna get that <laughs> tattoo.
3: Chuck, Chuck has all his details tattooed underneath his arm. So nice. That's <laughs> his head. Saying, so that's, <laughs> that's how you take it with you yep. all the time.
1: Yep. Phone number, address. Exactly. Of yeah. Birth,
2: yeah. Yeah. Yep. If lost, returned.
1: The, yeah. <laughs> the security is you.
3: You do it backwards and look in the mirror, so no one. Can oh, do it there you go.
2: That's, that's no, called offset. Smart. Yeah, that's the smart, boy. He's very smart. He may do a lot of weird nitrous, but he's got he's got to go on. <laughs>
1: All right. So at this point now, uh, you find yourself on the planet of folia. And uh, as soon as your uh, your feet kind of hit the ground and your head kind of starts to clear a little bit, one of the first things you notice is just the immense pressure that you feel around you. It's like being hundreds of feet underwater right now. You kind of, the air itself is kind of pushing on you. Doesn't necessarily make it difficult to move, but it's definitely something that with uh, extreme physical activity you think you might have to kind of fight through a little bit so So Chuck pulls his
3: music Chuck pulls his music player out and he tries to start Mm. dancing and it's like he's dancing in slow motion so Mm. then he does the thing on on the music player that slows the song down to fit with, <laughs> with how he's dancing so it's not as quick and as uh is as, as frantic as it is be, as it was before yeah. so now normally it, it it's matches.
1: like <laughs> exactly but now, now it's like
3: <laughs> brr, brr. Yeah, exactly he slows it down to to match the, his <laughs> dancing speed
2: yeah he's like one time i was at a what one time i was at a like a uh what you called the, the thing that you, the jello, I was, I was at a, like a jello party and there was, got, <laughs> there was gentlemen like you dancing in jello like that. Ooh, this is very nice. I like it.
3: It's phone when parties are the best. At, we get all the, all the bubbles and all the soap. Those are the best. Oh,
2: but, but the jello, that's like, that's like a slack and having fun at the same time.
0: <laughs> when you look over Space Cowboys, like, slow moving like he's in space. You know, he's, like, lifting his hands up and, like, kind of acting like everything is all, you know, super resistive.
2: Careful, Spike. Do not jump in the air. You might get lost forever.
0: Fuck. No way. Like... (laughs) Like... And then he, like, kind of, like, shimmies over and, like, hooks his arm around a tree. And then, like, kind of, like, kicks his feet over to the side to see if he's gonna start floating. (laughs) I
2: don't,
0: <laughs> it's not, it's not working.
2: Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that, how that works for you. Maybe you're made of something else. Maybe you're more dense.
0: I don't know. I feel real heavy. More than it's one bringing way. me down. Like, cause you know, usually like you get the whoosh, 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 and the hot and the cold and then like you, you come and you do the thing. But like, I feel like, like everything's closing in on me. Yes. I ever feel like I also, that when it all.
2: Yeah, oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? I hate that existential dread that happens in my brain every day. I don't. I think it's five o. Oh no! <laughs> Where is this five o? We should, we should, uh run away from it. I don't. I, I don't like. I like. I like going against monsters, but people they're not fun.
0: He sort like his eyes are real fucking big, and they're kind of like darting around. And he's like, did Did you hear that? <clears throat> This is it? Just like looking nowhere in particular. Like his head is fucking moving around.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I do not hear. As soon as
3: Spike says five zero, as soon as Spike says five zero, Chuck puts his uh, nitrous balloon in his fanny pack and kind of looks all innocent.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so yeah, the uh, you now find yourself on this just incredibly dense planet above you. You see, just flashing by yellowish-orange clouds. They, uh, they seem to be moving at hundreds of miles an hour, just screaming past over you. The air, meanwhile, right below you, right around you, seems very still, barely a breeze. The ground below uh, feels like kind of crushed rock or you know, there's something kind of uh, broken, Particulated below you, that every time you step, it got you kind of get this grinding, crunching sound. But it's almost impossible to actually see your feet right now because probably from like the the mid shin down is is thick white cloud of like a a a, was like almost like a uh what am I like a like Like a cloud. So, yeah, kind of like a mist, but, um, but more, fog. more chemical, more chemical.
3: So Chuck pulls out his balloon again and tries to like catch some of the fog in the balloon. He takes it off the cracker and just like starts trying to scoop up the fog into the balloon to see if that has any effect.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, when you do, it actually pops your balloon.
0: Oh. <laughs> bro, that sucks, bro. <laughs>
1: And as you do the uh, the there's actually almost like a uh, the the balloon seems to condense and shrivel and the the ends of it seem to singe a little bit.
3: OK, so when that happens, Chuck puts down his uh, line tamer chair and kind of stands on it to see if he can get his feet out of this foggy mist or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And then he'll unzip his fanny pack and pull out another balloon and turn around to after after Spike said that sucks and just start dancing again. But obviously, no. if if that mist fucked up his balloon, he doesn't want it touching his feet or anything, so he's going to try to stay above it a bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Uh, so once everything kind of settles, the box that also teleported with you opens up and the five drones fly out you hear the whirring of the motors and they kind of uh final, they- final. <laughs> it's like starts running behind a tree.
3: <laughs> they they on our it. They,
1: they seem to be kind of really fighting against the atmosphere here. But you hear kind of the motors click up a couple of notches, almost as if they're designed to deal with, uh, with various atmospheric pressures. And they, um, they very quickly at that point kind of lift up about 20 or so feet in the air and begin, uh, and you see a blinking red light from each of them.
0: You see Wiley e. Coyote style from like 30 feet away, the bushes part, and you see fucking... <laughs> Space Cowboy's face just peeking out.
2: <laughs> you guys gotta hide, hide. <laughs> it's okay, they're our friends, Spike. All you have to do is say hello, and then Gooey says hello to each one of them. Hello, <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello. Hey, you. Hello, nice to meet you. See, they're fine. There's nothing is happening.
0: The bush comes back together. You like you hear the bushes rattle, and then nothing
2: happens. <laughs> oh it's okay spike I will protect you like you just hear him yell are you sure it's okay of course why would I why would I lead you astray that make I guess that makes
0: sense and he stands up and he kind of like wanders back over but is <laughs> but he's watching the drones because they're red lights <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: they're flashing at spinning around he, he points his eyes and he points to the
1: drone. <laughs> all right uh so next part is uh so in order to uh, just taking ourselves meta right now uh the next part is now that we have traveled to a different world uh we are going to be starting the hunt so in the hunt is when you uh when the group the hunters You guys are used to this when you begin looking for signs of the uh, of the creature that you're here to deal with and uh, tracking them down and uh, figuring out at that point exactly how you're going to fight them and how you're going to bring them back home. In order to do that, each one of you is going to take a different role in the party. There are six different roles. That can be filled. There are three of you. The only one uh, that has to be taken is kind of the the group leader, the guide. So there has to be one guide, but uh, either uh, either of you can take it. And then uh, there are the five other roles that can or cannot be filled, depending on what you want to do. Uh, so we have basically the person who takes charge and uh, makes the important decisions concerning the route, rest, supplies, all that kind of stuff. Then uh, there is the person who sets the morale and uh, kind of assists here and there, almost like a floater whenever needs be. There is the person who is in charge of setting up camp and cutting new trails, if that's necessary. Uh, Then you, uh, you also have the person who, if it comes down to it, needs to find food, And uh, in various supplies in using the surroundings that you are in, then you always uh, well, not always. But there's always that person who is really good at keeping an eye out and making sure that you don't accidentally fall into a trap or or sinkhole or get ambushed by the locals. And then the uh, the hunter who would be in charge of uh, equipment upkeep and just making sure that nothing falls into disrepair. While you're in your journey, so is Space should, Cowboy. Again? Oh, go ahead.
0: Well, I was just going to say we should probably point out that the hunt mechanics, along with the classes that we're playing tonight, all come out of the Monster Hunt Core Micro Skin.
2: Exactly. So yes,
0: these these can be found in the uh, the Monster Hunt Core Book.
1: Yep. Also available on Drive Through RPG.
0: There are also, and I think Jesse pre rolled a bunch of stuff. There's also rolls for weather. For distance, the type of terrain, uh, the kind of planet. So some of the stuff was pre-pre rolled to yep. try to streamline things tonight. Although we are not helping in that endeavor of streamlining <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, so there are other other mechanics that can be found in that monster hunt skin to exactly, assist in yeah. your monster monster hunting pleasure.
1: Yep. Yeah. So uh, so I'll say uh, briefly. I actually used in the, in day trippers. Um, I didn't just steal kind of the general concept of day tripping of traveling to other worlds and other dimensions i use the rules in the game master's guide to generate the world and the location that you're in so it has you can you roll for the entire solar system the size of the star the size of the planet the atmosphere uh the water content all that kind of stuff and it breaks it down to into like a dozen or so Super easy 2d6 rolls, and they all kind of feed into each other. And it took me like five minutes to generate an entire world, <laughs> so and uh, it's the same exact thing with the hunt, it's just a bunch of various d6 rolls to give you a general idea of how long it's going to take, how many encounters you could have. Uh, and it's all suggestions you can, as I have, I kind of took previous uh experience and decided exactly how long to make this and all that kind of stuff but you could you could have uh, a hunt that just lasts one session or one that lasts like three days it's totally up to you guys well not you guys this is only one session
0: <laughs> <laughs> well and then you can you know like like a lot of games you know you could take core micro you could take monster hunt and spin whole campaign out of it um, we we're sort of picking and choosing and, you know, focusing on certain aspects. And, and this is a mashup of, you know, three different systems. So we're just trying to, like, get it out there so people can see how flexible that it is. But this, I mean, we've had a trippers campaign that's been going for four years. Is that what we yeah. decided it was? A, six, a Daytrippers years?
1: campaign that the system originally was meant to just do, like, one shots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're at least episodic right like we've, we've yeah. been episodic and we we've never actually played it that way so
1: no <laughs> all right uh so between the three of you who do you think would like to be the guide the the person in charge that kind of sets the pace of the hunt
2: What's your bear scout right what, what's your brains gooey sorry i was i was doing a little chatting uh let's see <laughs> so what are my brains I got four for brains. Ooh, I'm I, very smart.
0: I mean, and you are the scout, right? It kind of makes sense. Yes, I am. You to, uh,
2: I think that to would make sense to you. guide it. Yes.
0: I mean, you have the hat <laughs> with, with I, the little thing. I, sure so. do. I,
2: I have the little hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, will yeah. take you, I will take you into the jungle and I will fi- we will find the monsters and we will take them back.
0: That makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, All right. So, yeah, uh, Space Cowboy, what do you think you're looking at?
0: I think second, maybe like he's just wandering around like telling stories. Like once they get him calmed down, yeah. that the drones aren't gonna arrest the three of them, he's like, oh, <laughs> like when we were, you know, we were at this place, right? And we were trying to like fucking score this Weaver as like really good stuff from this one guy. Like holy shit, it was like the best stuff you ever smoked, right? It's like, blah, 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 blah. like he's just rambling for however <laughs> long we're walking. So like in the in the sense of like you know keeping up morale and. Mm-hmm. You know, keep keeping everybody, you know, kind of calm or whatever. Cause he's he's yeah. calm now. Like he's all fucking mellowed out. <laughs> he lights up a joint. He starts passing it around, right? Like he's he's keeping everybody in the zone.
1: <laughs> Not bad. What about Chuck? What about Party Time Boy?
0: So I'm thinking, watch,
3: right? Would that make sense since I'm, you know, I'm a sage and I have zoology. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I forgot, I forgot to write on my character sheet. So the, the skill I took with animal training was mm-hmm. mesmerize. I forgot to write that nice. down, so it was a mesmerize was the my animal training plus two. So we can play this two ways. I think watch would probably be the one that fits in because we don't need forge or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or I could take ranger where my psyche is terrible and take <laughs> take ranger and lead us astray. But I think watch would probably be the one that fits in most. Um, you know Chuck will hear uh the space cowboy being all paranoid about the 50 and you know and all that kind of stuff so i guess chuck's first instinct would be okay well i'll keep an eye out for anything everything because uh because uh spike seems to be a bit paranoid so i'll keep my eyes peeled uh, nice. uh, and in case you know if something does come at us since i'm the sage hopefully i can use some zoology
1: to uh to help us out if we get surprised by something leaping out at us very nice all right, so uh, yeah, you guys are uh, are all set up. You have your uh, your equipment, your drones, tagged on to you now. You're feeling the pressure, the intense heat as well of this planet, and uh, yeah, now you have to kind of try to find your way to a creature, uh, a monster to kind of track down and uh, and bring home.
3: So, when we set off,
1: yeah.
3: Chuck's gonna pull out kind of like an earbud and stick it in his ear and connect it to his music player. So then we don't hear like the the terrible dance thumping beats because uh, obviously we don't want to. If we're sneaking up on a on something, I don't want to have the music, you know, betray our position. So mm-hmm. he'll still be dancing and he'll still be music <laughs> playing, but he'll only have one earbud in and he'll keep the other one clear because, you know, he is the watch, and he's trying to keep his Mm -hmm. eyes and ears out for danger, so he'll just have one in to listen to the music while he's dancing around.
2: Nice. So Gooey actually sees that that Chuck is still dancing or whatever, and he says, Mm -hmm. I have a little tip for you, Chuck, for when you you are dancing, and we are trying to find these monsters, try not to pick up your feet as much. If you're going to do the dancing, keep them on the ground in nice, like, like almost like glide with them. So even if you are making noise with the grass, something will not think that you are going to be aggressive, going after it. So make sure to remember to do that.
3: So Chuck will shake his head. Yes, you know he won't answer, but he'll shake his head and he'll start sliding around. So it's almost like if you've ever read the Dune books, how will you go across the sand? So you don't try to. Mm-hmm. T- 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 you, so you do it a So you're not doing step by step. You're just like. Making it random so the sandworms don't get you. So Chuck and <laughs> his dancing gonna be even more uh, crazy and out of control than it was before because it's there's like no rhythm to it, there's no pattern. Mm-hmm. But he'll still keep doing it and he'll keep his he'll keep his feet on the ground and drag his feet while he's dancing. He looks right.
0: like a dancing now.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but when he when if he lifts if he does lift his feet up when he puts it back down, it's very slowly and so he's not. <laughs> But yeah, there is no there is no one two rhythm to anything. It's just completely out of control.
1: Nice, nice. All right, so yeah, I think um, for for setting up the initial uh, the initial tracking of this uh, creature, what I'm going to have you do now is uh, each one is going to it, it, this is going to be kind of initial surveil of the area as you begin to go out as you begin to kind of. Look for signs and make your way into uh, about this planet to uh, to lo- to to find your prey. Uh, so I'm going to have each of you roll for tracking. So what this is, is it can test uh, any skill that you want uh, that you believe would uh, would lead you to find signs for the particular monster.
0: Could I argue for combat in the sense of being able to read the signs of like, uh, you know, maybe the thing we're going after ambush something, maybe it recently fed, maybe like just the familiar signs of like, oh, something happened here. Otherwise, I would just go with awareness.
1: Hmm. I actually I mean, that kind of sounds like awareness anyway like combat would make combat would make more sense in terms of yeah you know if you want I would give you combat in order to like uh, Like study somebody's yeah like to study somebody's movements and figure out what tactics and techniques they're using and stuff like that that makes sense but in this instance that actually does sound more like awareness anyway
0: yep nope that's totally fair and that's I don't remember which skill that's based on (laughs) Scrolling, scrolling. Uh, I think brains. What am I looking for?
1: uh Awareness. Well,
0: oh, brains are psyche. Okay, it's two dice or two dice for me.
1: Oh, there you go. All right. uh How about gooey and party time?
3: So, are we using a stat or a skill for this? I forget.
1: It's both, right? uh, i mean it's kind of it's kind of both so okay. so uh the skills, so use, the skills i can use i can use just a
3: straight set i can use a straight stat if i want but then i can use a skill if that adds to it right that was the uh, yeah so, the you're, so you're so
1: you yeah yeah your stat is how many dice you're rolling and then the skill yeah. if applicable will give you a bonus to your highest okay. roll
3: yeah so i think uh, for for chuck i think he's got animal training i don't think that really helps or performance so I would probably either go with a, hmm, I'll go with hmm, grace or brains, um, but I think Gooey said he has brains. So I think what Chuck's going to do, if you allow it, is he'll use grace. So he'll he'll turn his music down a bit in his ear and he'll concentrate and kind of look, you know, look around, and uh, you know he'll he'll bend down to you know kind of look and see if he can see any tracks or you know, bent grass or broken tree leaf or tree branches, things like that, but he'll do it very slowly. And, you know, he'll, he'll make sure he doesn't disturb whatever he's walking on. So he'll use grace and mm-hmm. he can do that.
1: All right. I mean, i well, you said that you have animal training, right? Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that requires knowledge of animals and, and. Okay. So the fact l- that monsters is- and everything like that. so, yeah, I would, I would allow the the bonus from that skill to okay. to transfer into into okay. this
3: okay cool then i'll do that then that sounds good
1: yeah i didn't mean to i did i didn't mean to to completely dismantle your spiel because no, it was no, I, th-
3: <laughs> I i think that the the base animal training i guess that would make sense you know you're you're yeah. trying to tracks and you know all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but right, i didn't yeah. know if the fact that I took like a specialization of mesmerize if that would you know detract from that but i'll you know I'll uh, use yeah, animal yeah, okay. Training. Yeah. okay that sounds good
2: all right, and how about Gooey? I think for Gooey skill, I, I actually have track with. Oh, um, really? Oh, hey, the there scout. we go. I think it go. I think you have. You think you had it where it actually with the scout. It actually came with it. If I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh yes. Well, yeah. All right. So yeah,
1: with uh, let's go back there. So with the scout, uh, you actually uh, so you decrease. So I'll get a brief mechanic. So the depending on the difficulty of the monster. You are required to have a certain amount of success uh, successes in your tracking um, mm-hmm. in order to find it. What the scout and in particular with the track skill allows you to do is actually decrease the number of signs needed in okay. order to successfully track it. Gotcha. So depending on how many points you have in it, you'll you'll pull that number of successful signs down so oh, you don't gotcha.
2: need quite as many. Gotcha. So is that is that something? So that's not technically something I would roll with. That's just something that correct yep. helps during the game. Yeah. So I will probably use awareness because I have awareness plus two. Oh, that sounds good. And then that is that's brains, right?
1: Uh, yep. Either brains or psyche, I believe. Okay. So you can right. use one or the other.
2: Yep. So I'll definitely use brains since I have a four in brains. So then, and then if I have the plus two for the awareness, that means I roll two more dice, correct? Uh, No, No, you you add, add so so you'll. You just add a plus two. Yeah, so you'll add plus
1: two to exactly your highest numbers. Yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I haven't done this for a while, so. Uh, That would be an eight. Whoa. That roll is six, actually
1: two sixes. Nice. There you go. All right. What did Space Cowboy get? You're You're muted. Muted. God damn it. (laughs)
0: I got a six total.
1: Oh, all right. And Party Boy.
3: I got a six, four plus two.
1: Okay. All right. So with the difficulty of this land, it's very rocky terrain. And uh, the the kind of semi-gaseous cloud floating just above the ground. Uh, You can also see that uh, in some spots where the cloud kind of uh, clears a little bit, that the entire ground is singed and in some places deeply burned. So clearly something and something kind of recent has happened here. Uh, So signs uh, are, are few and far between to allow you to actually track something at this moment um however GUI, you are able to find some trails that uh that you're picking up on and weirdly enough uh it looks like there's actually markings here and there by a fairly large creature uh and they seem almost almost purposely made they don't, yeah. So it's like it's like a claw mark here, a claw mark there, kind
2: of stuff. So is it like marking its territory, or is it inviting? Is it inviting something else to challenge it so it could defeat it?
1: Um, let's see. Why don't you go? Ahead? Do you have uh, any type of 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 um uh, knowledges in terms of creatures or anything like that? Well, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't. Then no, I all right. Down, so. And why Sophia, don't you just go ahead and give me a straight up brain scroll?
3: Yeah, we'll see what Gooey comes back with, then Chuck Oops. has an idea.
2: Okay, That's another six. Okay.
1: Wow, nice. You can, uh, it very much looks like a territorial
2: marking. Okay. So then I point it out to everybody, and I go, I go, look at this. Look at this. It is marking its territory. It's telling you that this is its land, and we are trespassing so we have to be very careful you can tell that this thing is quite large and we don't want to we don't want to go into the fray without being prepared so we have to have our eyes peeled and we also have to be very very careful and he kind of like takes takes parts of where it's marked its territory and it kind of like, take, like if it's a rock it takes a little piece of the rock or like maybe even a little bit of dusting puts it on his tongue and is like yes yes <laughs> Yes, this is interesting, very interesting. He doesn't say anything else, and then he goes to, like, the ground and, like, finds a little part where, like, it made a mark, and it's a little singe, he's like, "Oh yes, I yes, oh, this makes more sense, yes, oh, yes, very interesting.
0: Ooh. So when you point out the claw marks and stuff, like, he, uh, he wanders over, and he's like, y- you got to, y- y- it's like a dog, right, like, you got to show who's boss. <laughs> so he just, like, goes over, like, Fucking pulls down his pants, starts pissing all over where the where the claw mark is. He's like now, this is our territory. And he like turns around and he's like, fucking pissing all over towards you guys.
2: <laughs> gooey cat shakes his head and he's like, "No, Spike, that's that's not how you do it. You're actually you're actually going to piss it off, and it's going to be even worse." But you know, I like where your head's at. And one of the, so, yeah, one of the cameras
1: actually comes down low and does like a full pan <laughs> around as he's pissing.
0: There's, there's he a He starts black spinning thing. around, so yeah. just, it's, it's all pixelated. Spinning. There's yeah. like a big
1: and
3: a big black pixelated thing wherever, wherever yeah. Spike spins around.
2: Boy, this yeah, this camera and, really. Oh, no! This you. is the
1: this is the future. Like all oh, inhibitions and me. everything out. This is full on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, yeah, so, and Drou- yeah, and Spike, you actually, uh, you actually start to your uh, your watch starts to vibrate, and and when you look at it, uh, you start to get flashes of of hearts.
0: Nothing like <laughs> so as he's trying to do both things together he just falls down on the ground because he starts getting dizzy and then he's like he's got his hand on his pants he's got his arm up and he's fucking spinning and he's sort of like oh oh fuck so
3: chuck looks over and sees spike do that and chuck's uh sage with a zoology specialty and he'll kind of look over to where gooey said no don't do that and he'll he'll kind of shrug a gooey and said, Yeah, I think what Spike says makes sense. And then so then Chuck will start peeing everywhere. <laughs> he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll pull he'll pull his speedo down a bit and then do the same while he's dancing. So it's a so I'm assuming Spike's just like kind of spinning around lazily, mm. and then I guess Chuck will you know, he'll be dancing around but keeping his feet on the ground doing it, and he'll be marking territory also. Because obviously he's a zoologist. That makes sense. What what Spike said.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you start to get your when your watch starts to vibrate, you get a, a combination of music notes and uh, like the the crying laugh face all start popping up.
3: I get le- I get less faves as is uh, Spike though because it it seems yeah. like I'm trying to horn in on his uh, I'm trying yeah. to steal his cl- I'm you trying to steal his clout. St- you, st-
1: <laughs> you still weird you weirdly get a handful of egg of eggplants. I don't know why. It's weird too.
2: <laughs> Boy, I feel like I'm being very left out. Unfortunately, I have nothing left. I threw it all up, so I guess I will not be joining this party. <laughs> <laughs> oh well.
3: Yeah, you, you get a bunch of emojis with the green face with, like, the, the puffy-out
2: <laughs> <Right, yeah. laughs> Oh, no, I'm getting a lot of these things. Eh? They are picking on me. I don't like it. <laughs> I have a sensitive tummy. Leave me alone.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, after, uh, after you guys are done marking your territory and checking all out, <laughs> uh, so... Uh, First is to uh, you. You need to now decide exactly where you're going, and and how you're approaching the journey.
3: So the the drones that are flying around, they're just yes. cameras, right? They're not exactly tracking. Yep. Okay, they're just yeah. They're, so, so they're yeah. Just... So
1: yeah. So each one drone each is uh, basically locked onto the signal coming off of your watch, so it can track okay. you wherever you're going. Just so they can get basically, it's. It's a camera crew, so they want to get yes. footage of all three of you, and then they want to get footage of, like, yeah. the party itself, and then uh, some B-roll, basically.
3: But so. they're, they're not doing any of the tracking or anything. It's us that's no. doing
1: that. Okay. No. Yeah. Gotcha.
3: Cool. Okay.
0: Jesse, you saw that, that um, Gooey's track score was a, a two. I don't know if you factored that in earlier. I did, yes. Okay. Yep, yep. Cause he never, he never actually said what it was. you was just like, Oh yeah, track. Yeah. You use that to do the thing. And then <laughs> that was it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that means that you, you basically need two less signs in order to efficiently track it. So cool. and we
3: don't have any information on what we're tracking. We just seen we've just seen the tracks themselves. Or where was exactly. The yeah.
1: Territory, right. Yeah.
3: Okay. So can, can Chuck kind of lean down and look at one of the tracks and kind of get a feel for you know what we're looking for is it, you know two-legged four-legged size that kind of thing uh
1: so you're not so you haven't actually seen tracks per se um we've but just seen what, markings then exactly okay. yeah so the okay. mark you've seen markings either on uh on dead burnt like the the okay. trunks of dead burnt trees gotcha. or rocks that are over on the, that are on the surface as well. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. No problem. So I'll
3: just, I'll I'll wait for that then. Yeah. That's fine.
1: Cool. All right. And yeah, you'll notice like each, uh, they basically look like claw marks uh, somewhere between three to four claws, depending on kind of the angle that it hits at. And they're pretty decently spaced out. Each claw mark is probably about, I'd say two or so inches apart. Okay.
0: Bro, it's, so uh, it's like a big foot, bro. Do you see that? Like he like, puts his hand up next to him, he's like trying to stretch stretch his fingers out. And he's like, "Oh fuck, I think I peed on that one." Shit. And he's like starts wiping his on his chest. Oh. <laughs> We're hunting bigfoots. <laughs> Is that a real thing? Uh, <laughs> I dude. watched that show on History with that guy, right? Like he fucking runs around in the woods, but like. That's like those ghost things, right? They're not real. Like they just like, mm. <gasps> did you hear that? And then they're like, <gasps> oh no, right? That's what that is. All of a sudden, Chuck
3: gets very serious and very, you know, stayed. And he's he looks at Spike and says, uh, "I know zoology. I don't know cryptozoology. So we'll have to see how this goes."
1: <laughs> Actually, they uh, they it, about fifteen years ago they discovered Bigfoot on Earth Sigma. And and yeah, he's very nice over there. It's actually they 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 have a, a thriving population of of Bigfoots.
0: Bro, that's so. like Big Feats, bro, right? <laughs> like is that the you big feats? You, yeah.
3: <laughs> so Chuck will look at Spike and say, you know, there's always been debate on whether Bigfoot was a, a creature or interdimensional. I guess if they're on Earth Sigma, that means they're interdimensional, like
0: aliens. Big hairy aliens. But, but it's Earth, though, right? So, like, it, they can't be aliens if it's Earth, right? Because it's Earth.
3: Yeah, what is Earth Sigma?
0: So, so is add it, a character. like So, day yeah. Church exists in a multiverse. So, so it is an Earth,
3: but a different...
0: Yeah, yeah, a different timeline
3: or whatever. But it is multidimensional. If it's Earth Sigma, that means it's multidimensional. So, it's not aliens. But what do you call multidimensional? Um, what do you call what now? Multidimensional. So, then... Chuck will hit his balloon and say, yeah, yeah, I guess they are on Earth. So they're not aliens. And he's he's kind of pondering because he's trying to he's trying to the multidimensional. If it's if you go if you hop from dimension to dimension, are you considered an alien? Would you be an alien if you're on Earth Prime and something else from Earth Sigma comes over? That would be considered an alien, wouldn't it? Because it's from out of. And then he puts his he puts his line tamer stole down and sits on it and does like the, the thinking thing where he's, you know, he's got his <laughs> is he's he's completely weirded out now, because if you're on Earth and someone from a different Earth comes, you would think that Earth is an alien. But they wouldn't because they're from Earth and he's just completely
0: twisted. Now he is. He's. Well, <laughs> we're not on yeah. Earth, though, right? We're on whatever they said the the, the thing was because it's not Earth, though, right? But
3: if, if they were found on earth Sigma and they're here, this is an earth. So would they be just a traveler or would they be an alien? Yeah. So it, <laughs> Chuck's completely right. well, out of his mind right now. He's, while party he's got time all these-
1: and space cowboy <laughs> have a discussion on the ethics of interdimensional, uh, <laughs> uh alien travel and, uh, in immigration GUI uh begins to kind of uh set the plan for uh for what they're gonna be doing.
0: Hey everybody. Before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to take a minute to say thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the podcast from our interviews and actual plays to our rambling roundtable discussions. If you like what you're here and you'd like to support the show, we have great sponsors for you to check out. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster and is our OG sponsor. They have three signature blends to choose from. The Morning Lark, which is a light roast. The Night Owl Blend, which is a rich, dark roast. And the Hummingbird Decaf Blend. They also have the exclusive Legendary Brew, a nice medium roast coffee, perfect fuel for all those late night gaming sessions. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order, and shipping is always free. So head on over to tinyurl.com forward slash legendarybrew, or click on the link in the show notes thanks everybody for checking it out we'll catch you next time this podcast is a proud member of the legends of tabletop broadcast network for more gaming related content please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com